Welcome to another episode of I Can't Stress This Enough. Um, this is episode 23. I think we're going to title it Soldier Boy Appreciation, something something of that sort. But today we're going to be talking about... We're crank basically that giving... And put, like, you can do crank that and in parentheses, Soldier Boy Appreciation. Because, you know, <laughs> the parentheses was hot back in the day. We just, we're giving Soldier Boy his flowers because... It, he deserves them, and it's it's past time. So, um, yes, first, Will, how are you doing today? I'm good. You know, I'm getting my second Fauci ouchie today. So in two weeks, I'll be out in these streets, you know. Um, I might be having some people over to my apartment so that I don't have to turn 27 alone, which is different than last year. So, Oh, yeah, Will's birthday is this week. Happy early birthday. I'm not going to sing because I don't want to offend you. But isn't it the 20th? Is that not this weekend? No, that's the just a Tuesday. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. Well, it's the 20th. Um, Will was born on 420. (laughs) Um, So happy early birthday. My bad. I thought we were just talking about how time is not a real thing. And I just thought Mm -hmm. Saturday was the 20th. But I think that was last year, right? 420 was on Saturday? I believe so. Typically, because my birthday is typically, like, I think I was born on a Wednesday. It typically is, like, midweek or weekend, because it's always the weekend of Coachella. So I'm mm-hmm. always, like, fighting to see, like, will friends be at weekend one or weekend two so I can, like, celebrate. Yeah. It's so crazy, like, just thinking about last year, how everything fell on a Saturday and, like, Halloween and Fourth of July and, like, everything. And then... And then we're inside, but it's fine because outside is kind of opening. I'm going to be honest. I'm not quite ready. Like, I'm like ready, but I'm not. And I just kind of want to go at my own pace. I've had friends like messaging me about like their anxieties um, because where they're at is more open than California. And so they feel like they're being Mm -hmm. pressured to like do things. Um, And I'm just, I feel like here it's not as bad like being pressured to do things but also like i'm letting y'all know now i probably won't be at things i miss people but i'm just not ready to be around a lot of people that's fair like to be honest most of my stuff that i have planned or like weddings and stuff that are back on the schedule don't happen until like i got we have two weddings in may one's local and one's in texas but for the most part nothing else is like until deep summer to where like Mm -hmm so much could change that it could be like easier and it would give more people the like opportunity to have like their second dose and be fully vaccinated. Cause right now it's so up in the air. Like people are just now getting their first shot. I feel like in California, like so many people. So like that first shot and also feel like science, like they don't give you all the tea cause they don't want people to run wild. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I wonder (laughs) how much you actually, can do with like the first shot but they're not gonna mm-hmm. tell you that they're not gonna be like oh you'll probably be okay if you like go to a bar because they don't want everybody to be like i'm in this bitch so that's i, yeah. I sometimes personally think they don't give you all the tea but people are gonna go like crazy because people are getting fomo because some of their friends have the vaccine and some don't and yeah. so i feel like you might feel more comfortable when like everybody you know has been vaccinated and you've had time to like you know, put your toe outside in the sunlight and run back in the house. <laughs> I think I saw on Twitter, you're going to a music festival. Like you're already ready. I See, am, I'm not I there. I don't know, but it's like the festival is in, um, it's, it's outside, right? August and it is outside. Um, and so like, for me, I don't know, for me, I think also like the, the nature of the job and the company we work for, we see people all the time. So I don't, I'm not, for me being a social person, I don't feel like I've necessarily been as separated from people in a sense. And so like, I don't really have that, like, plus we go to the grocery store every two weeks. Like, I just feel like I've been around people in such small doses that like being at a festival and months away and then like having little group gatherings like leading up to that i don't know i just feel fine i don't know okay but first off you're saying the company that you work at i am i literally just hit month two so like don't be looping me in with you um (laughs) but we do a lot of video calls like jillian be like when someone calls her 
sis be excited to talk and she is so introverted that like her excitement to be on the phone with somebody is always intriguing like she be (laughs) stay on that bad boy like how your parents be and you be trying to inch and you be lying like oh like i heard the oven beep or something she be wanting to talk like that and for me i'm just like can we not and i think it's because like we do so many video calls that i feel like i'm yeah that's true human i thought you meant i thought you had meant like being physically around people oh, yeah. i misinterpreted that because i was like i haven't met anybody physically yet but um i can't no, I, I can't wait but i can like you know hey, um never works for you ain't nobody rushing you out and if they do just slap no i just listen beyonce if you're listening like please just wait for tickets like i'm not ready please Yes, I can. And I'm hoping no, that we, talk about how we probably wouldn't get those tickets because everybody is going to want those tickets. Even Don't more be putting so that energy on me because I always get my Beyonce tickets. Always. It's not a game. I be having you know, all my devices. I actually do get them. I haven't missed a Beyonce concert that I wanted to go to. Either I get them or I have this really good friend who buys two sets. And then if I don't get them, he just sells me those. That's a good friend. That's a good friend. All right, let's let's get That's into what, let's get into what we're here for. <laughs> <You don't> ever- <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. So new music, music news first. Doja Cat and huh? Doja Cat and um, kiss me more. I think SZA. and SZA. I like it. It's a vibe. I'm not happy. I don't love that Dr. Luke is involved, but I there's obviously some contractual obligation. Yeah. Or not obviously, but I would assume so, yes. So but it's it's like it's like a slower say so to me. Like kind of. Like it has that like disco-y summer vibe to it. But it's more like I'm like, okay, are we going more R and B this album? I'm really excited for playing at her though. Like I am very excited. Um, what did you think? I am too. That music video did so much for me, especially at the end. What is she? How to earth? Earth. Feel that? She like that. That part saved everything for me. Like not like the concept was very doja. It was they looked beautiful in the situation. Also, I actually knew who the like male lead was because he plays like the first like openly gay male doctor on Grey's Anatomy. So I actually knew him and I was like, look at them having like an Asian lead as the love interest. Let's, let's yeah. go. Um, but that her last, really her last two male, her last two male leads have been really like, okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's being real diverse with the two, which is very pleasant. But um, that end thing and them playing the game really did it for me. Like SZA was hilarious. <laughs> She was hilarious. What did she say? She said, go in the mouth, go in the mouth or something like that. It was just hilarious. Like they were, <laughs> they made me want to like play games with them, like just sit there. And it was very cute. Um, the song, I'm going to have to give some more listens. It didn't give me what I thought it was going to give me. Like I like the beat, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, <laughs> I like the beat. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's like, I don't know. I just don't see it catching in the way that her other songs have. Like I feel like, she does a good job of making songs that are actually good, but that also like become a part of the zeitgeist in a way that you feel like she made them for the internet. And that's like a really like cool talent that she has. Like her music is really good and smart and thought out, but also is great on the internet. And I don't know if I feel the same way about this. And that's going to, I think just a shift for me mentally, because maybe she isn't like, that's not her goal with this album. Maybe it's like actually to be like an authentic, like maybe R&B album. And I'm just like needing to shift that mentally. I think, I think we're going to get like all kinds of sounds. Um, I really like, I like both of her albums, um, Amala and then Hot Pink. I feel like it's going to be more like Amala, um, mm-hmm. but it's all over I, the place. This, it felt, I think like a lot of her songs feel like really poppy or like, like you said, they're just like internet friendly. Whereas like this one feels like more of like a serious standalone song yeah. and not like serious, like a serious topic, but like I could see like, like the urban radio stations and the pop playing this like mm-hmm. more in a classic way. I don't know. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense, but um, I really, I really like it. It felt what? This song also felt different. 
SZA, like her verse, that's a, like, I feel like we haven't heard, like, obviously, like, you know, you can barely understand SZA, no shade. But this felt like different for her too. Like the way that she sang the verse, um, I could still barely understand certain things, but just like the way in which she sang it felt different, like a, a different kind of SZA. So it was, it was a nice, like, what you expect from Doja, like a trial, like a test, you know, like a foray into something different. So look, I'm here for it. I'm excited for Planet Her. So And I love the makeup, which um, my like old, one of my colleagues who I worked with at Talk, he's a makeup artist and he did both of their makeups for the, both of the looks for the video. So good. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. I want to try to recreate, but my hand is not steady enough. But I loved all the looks, all the hairstyles, yeah. all of it. So... All right, let's see what is next. Um, Taylor Swift had her re-release of Fearless. I've only listened to a few songs, but it's fun. Um, I will say I love Other Side of the Door, which is on the Fearless Platinum Edition. I did not like that re-recording, so I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm going to have to listen to the original, which I think I, I bought that album or like my friend made me a copy, like a physical copy of it. So I feel like it's in my iTunes, so it doesn't give scooter money i think but i could be wrong but um most of the re-recorders they're they're cool but like that one particularly i did not i just like the original version but um so you, you know, can tell the difference me and jillian we had this conversation yeah. because um she was like what's different <laughs> and i feel like for other artists that maybe are more of a vocalist you can hear the difference and that's not shade i just feel like like example, JoJo, you can hear the difference in like baby powerful JoJo and grown woman singing like Get Out. You know what I mean? But for Taylor, I feel like I couldn't tell the difference in some of the songs between that and the original. I could definitely tell the difference. Like some of the ad libs are different. Her voice is like a little mm-hmm. different, but it's actually like the foundation and like little like she she just adds like little sounds now but yeah. i can i can definitely and also as someone who just like listened to those same songs over and over like hearing the new <laughs> version i'm like oh this is different this is different um That's fair. but you know i yeah, will I'm say it, it, something for the first time so right I'm right exactly exactly and i think i said on this podcast that um it's either You Belong, I think You Belong With Me was the first music video I purchased on iTunes. I'm pretty sure it was. It was either that or Diva. Oh, I, I can't remember. It's one. Of, they both came out in 2009, I believe. But um, yeah, I, I also just want to say, I still think it sucks that she had to do this. Like as much as people like hate Taylor Swift and like whatever, like this is really lame <laughs> like on scooters um yeah. i think part, the, like, the crappiest really part about this, i think the crappiest part about this though is that she wasn't given the opportunity to buy her her masters, masters like yeah. i feel like the industry is crap we know this from the other artists who've had to go through this like isn't anita baker going through this same thing like right now like she's t- she told she people def- or tweeted yeah um, so I feel like it's, yeah, it's she something said, like, stop streaming. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that just happens in the industry, which doesn't make it okay. But I feel like she wasn't even given like, and, and to know of the people that are, that, that are like selling your masters too. That's like me and you like having a conversation. I'm like, Oh, like I hear you're trying to buy my masters. Like, can I buy them instead or like buy them from you? And they're like, nah, I'm good. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> they're mine and I'm, I'm paying for them. I'm not asking you to gift them to me. So I think that's the crazy part too, is that like, she wasn't even given the opportunity to buy back her cause she writes her music and sings it. So like has more connection to them and everything like to be told no, so I think mm-hmm. that's the worst. And y'all know mm-hmm. I like Taylor Swift like that. And I can even be like, nah. <laughs> I will say, first off, it's just like very risky being a Black person who openly <laughs> likes Taylor Swift. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't listened to her last two albums. But back in the day, I used to be a hardcore Swiftie. Yeah, just- um, <laughs> what is that song? Forever and Always, though. I will not lie. That new version really had me hype. Like, I forgot. I forgot, like, how much I like that song. 
<laughs> Anyways, let's let's move on before I start because I listened to that and I was like, oh, this used to be my shit. Like, I feel like we got to have. I feel like we don't have a Taylor Swift episode one day. We will, and I'm just, I'm pretty, I just know it's we we will. No, it's it's fine. It, we will absolutely. Um, Brockhampton has a new album. Did you get a chance to listen to it? I thought it was just a song, so that should tell you. <laughs> I saw you tweeted about it, and um, I thought, oh, a new song. I'll catch that, but it's a whole album, so yikes, yeah, clearly no. I you enjoyed know. it. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and they have a song with Charlie Wilson, which is. It's funny because Charlie, he works with, he, he works, you know, with Tyler, the creator and, and just like younger mm-hmm. generation and um, artists. And sometimes I'm just like, huh, I didn't see it coming, but Charlie Wilson has no Grammys and that really upset me. Are you me. serious? Yes. Oh, and I thought he don't have no Grammys. I think he's been nominated 13 times and I thought he won one because Tyler the Creator won awesome. one for um Urban Album of the Year or something like that, whatever they called it. And I thought he technically won that because he was on the album, but I don't think so. So he has zero Grammys and you know, not that we need recognition from these white institutions, but at the end of the day, these awards these awards create acclaim and opportunity. And it's just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm like, we're going down the Charlie Wilson path. But I'm just here to say I did enjoy the album, and um, they have a song with Charlie Wilson. It's kind of different, but um, you know, listen to it and let me know what you think. Um, <laughs> I like Uncle Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Gwen Stefani and Sweetie. Not this old Navy commercial song. Gwen Stefani and Sweetie collabed um, for a new song and video. It's called Slow Clap. Um, Twitter has basically turned it into a Coles <laughs> JCPenney ad. Um, I don't know what no, I, no. what do you think went wrong? Like what, what, what happened here? Everything, everything, <laughs> it all, it all. Um, no, I just, somebody tweeted and I felt really shady, but I agreed with it is, it's okay for some people to not have longevity. And they say Gwen Stefani is an example. Like, she doesn't need to keep making music. I think she had a time, like example, Fergie. She tried. And look, let me tell you, MILF, y'all did that song dirty because it is still a bop. But- It's really not though. It's really um, not. I saw you tweet that the other day and I thought it's really not. And then- question. That wasn't a question. That was a statement. It ended with a period. And then I think the music video also just made people really not like it. You know what? I just said was not. Look, we not doing it. <laughs> Anywho, um, some people just don't need. And I wasn't even trying to stand the woman. I was saying that she didn't even need to make another album. That was the point of that statement is she didn't like Fergie didn't need to give us another album. We could have stayed with that great first album and been done like that was her era. It was over. I don't know why Gwen, like maybe because of the voice and her being back in like the culture she feels like let me just put some stuff out but nothing she's put out in this like i'm back era is is good so like just be on tv like get a new that can be your new stream of income just be on tv like you don't you need to do other stuff maybe she won't be on tv no more because ariana grande is taking her slot (laughs) i thought ariana grande was taking Nick Jonas's slot. Is, is she taking Gwen? Wait, is she going to be on there with, the, is with Gwen? I think Well, I think ju- she's well they, they, they share a slot. They share a slot. But okay. they share yeah, a slot. And typically, every other one. Mm. No, because it's only four. It's going to be John, Blake, Kelly, and Ariana. Because Nick and Gwen are the ones that swap. Nick and oh, Gwen go back saying. and forth. Because John, Blake, and Kelly are mainstays. Hmm. So it's going to be Ariana Grande, Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton, and John Legend. And Kelly Clarkson is going to get the scraps that Ariana didn't want. Because if I had the choice, where I am I? You are anyway. way more invested. I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to take your word for it because I don't know nothing about it. But Anyways, the point is, Gwen, don't make no more music. You don't need to do that. And good for you, sweetie, because... Sweetie is is her management is is like we getting you out there. They putting her on everything, everything. Because who would have thought that you would have saw her on a song with this girl? And she's been on a song with like that 
that bussin remix from TikTok. Like she is really out in these streets on these songs. Yeah, sweetie. I'll, I'll give it to Sweetie. She's trying new things. And um, I actually didn't mind her verse on this. So I thought she did what she needed to do. Yeah, it was the rest of that Old Navy commercial. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, back to school. So it's fine. Um, Versus was great. Versus oh my was God. Great. I haven't watched the Versus in forever. Like real life. I don't be watching them. I just be watching y'all watch them. And this one I actually tuned into. <laughs> <sighs> I just, I love, I just love Earth, Wind, and Fire so much. Like, I've gotten to see them, fortunately, and it's an experience. Like, you just really just stand there and sway. It's just, like, vibey music, and they just have so many hits. But the one thing I think I didn't expect, foolishly, naively, if you will, is that the Isley Brothers, they, the checks, endless checks, because they have been sampled by everybody and their mama like mm-hmm. three times. They be like sampling the hell out of them songs. Yeah. No, it was, it was great. I watched the whole thing. First off, Triller, get your shit together because yeah, I, watched on I saw so many complaints about it. I watched it on Instagram, which was fine, but even then, it cut off after three hours, and that shit cut off during September, and I was heated. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a Beyonce somebody getting fired moment, because we all been waiting for this shit, and now it cuts off? I was I was, I was, was hot, but yeah, I, I was a little irritated that Triller didn't have it together, but no, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I felt like Steve Harvey was he sta- he was a stan. And it's just funny to see because you know he, clearly he had wanted to be an Earth Wind and Fire his whole life or an Isley brother. So this was his opportunity and he didn't know how to behave and it's fine. It was actually kinda kinda cute. I thought it was funny, but I'm just like, see, this is why I don't need to meet my faves because look at Steve embarrassing himself. I don't want I don't want that. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I don't think either one of us are acting like Steven um, because he's doing too much. He was telling too many anecdotes about himself. That just yeah. relax, Steve. Relax. Also, the one thing he did well was when he had them play three songs each back to back because I was so over these snippets. I'm like, I felt like yeah. you get longer snippets when you like. Uh, preview a song on iTunes. I was just like, what is this? I'm not even getting the vibe of these songs that you got because they're not on long enough. But you Mm -hmm. know what I did learn? Everything about his childhood. (laughs) You know what's crazy, though, is that I think Earth, Wind & Fire, they have like 20 albums, 28, something like that. And like they, Earth, Wind & Fire has so many albums and I'm sure the Isley Brothers do too that they didn't even like, they just scratched barely scratched the surface mm-hmm. of playing their songs like they could have a whole nother verses and and do songs that they didn't even do in the first one and it still be just as exciting. I will say I didn't know all the songs I'm not even going to sit here in front I knew more than I thought I did especially the mm-hmm. Isley Brothers I was like, oh I forgot about this um, but really enjoyed it. Felt like I a big my mama out. and asked her why she ain't playing more Isley because, and I, you know, I know the answer to that question. That's because that was grown folks music. That was truly it really grown was. folks music. Like back, like those nine early, like early to late nineties black movies where like they was about to do the nasty type music. Whereas um, Earth, Wind and Fire is family friendly. So yeah. it makes more sense that like, I know more of their music because I feel like, my mom played music I wasn't supposed to be listening to mostly because it was the classics. Like, and she knows this, like on road trip, she was the queen of that little overhead CD compartment thing, but this was not in there. It wasn't. And so I asked her cause she responded when I said I was rooting for earth, wind and fire was like, Ooh, earth, wind and fire. And I'm like, yes, yeah, sis, cause you ain't playing no Isley. <laughs> yeah. Isley is very for the grown and sexy, but you know, it's, it's nice to listen to now. Now I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, your mom was just trying to keep you, keep you young buck pure. <laughs> but you know, WAP is your most played song now, so don't no, know. I'm never gonna live that down. <laughs> I don't know how good of a job she thinks she did if she if she knows that piece of information. But um, I haven't finished Demi's 
Demi Lovato's documentary. Um, just kind of taking a break with the DMX the roller coaster. stuff. But did you listen to her? An album came out with it, right? Did you listen to that? Mm-hmm. It was very weird because I didn't look into anything when I listened to the album. Like I listened to it straight through, you know, no shuffle. I followed the rules. Um, and the way it's set up is like, I think it's two or three tracks. Like I, And then there's an intro, which I didn't pay attention to. Like I literally just listened to it driving somewhere. Um, and so I was like, is it on shuffle? Like, why is there an intro to the album after I've listened to like two or three songs? And I think it's like, she, she kind of talks about, I think it's like pre the experience and then like the music, if that makes sense, I think, because I Mm -hmm. think like dancing with the devil or whatever that song is, is in the pre songs. And then in the intro, after the intro, she goes into the songs that hadn't been released, I believe. But outside of that, um, I did like the album. Um, I feel like it definitely is. Yeah, because it's called Dancing with the Devil, dot, 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 the art of starting over. So like that anyone song that she sang at the awards show, Dancing with the Devil, a song called I See You, um, in parentheses, Madison's Lullaby, and then the intro. So you listen to three full songs and then you do an intro. And then the song after the intro is the art of starting over. Um, so that is interesting. Um, I don't know if the the method behind that is like more of like, you know, a cry for help because anyone is more like, is anyone out mm-hmm. there listening? Then there's like, yeah. the, I guess is dancing with the devil and then being in the ICU and then like starting over. So that was interesting. But ICU was a sad song. I think, is it her sister? It was... I think I don't know, but anyways, it was it was sad. Is it like I see you, like I see you, yeah. or like I s? I think the song itself, yes, that is what it's titled. But I think the song itself is a mixture of like I see you, like the way she sings it, mm-hmm. and it's a mm-hmm. ballad, so you can already tell that like mm-hmm. it's emotional. Um, yeah. but there are some good songs on here. Like she has a song with Sweetie called "My Girlfriends Are My Boyfriend." Um, she has a song with Noah Cyrus that I really liked. Um, and then Met Him Last Night, obviously, with Ariana Grande. Is I've heard that one, yeah. For her, okay. I <laughs> find <laughs> out that it was an Ariana Grande song that she had for herself and gave it to Demi, like, told her she should sing it, and Demi was like, well, why don't you just be on it instead? It makes sense, because it sounds like a throwaway track from mm-hmm. um, two albums ago for Ariana, and it doesn't sound like a Demi song, because... Demi gives us vocals, like powerful vocals in her pop track. Mm-hmm. Like Sorry Not Sorry is a powerful pop track. And we don't really have any of those on this album. They're more like chill ballads or I don't know. There just isn't like anything that's going to make you go. Mm, 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 mm. Like you're not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds somber, which is probably best for the material, you know, like sure. she's not partying. Yeah. It's like. But no, Manifest Night could be like a soft party vibe. It's a really good, it, it is a good song. I just feel like when you listen to it, it's not what you expect from Demi. It's what you expect from Ari. But it's nice to have them on a song together. But like, that was bound to happen considering their shared management. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is, this, um, this episode is sponsored by Scooter Braun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like he keeps coming up. Taylor, Ariana, Taylor was like, Taylor was like, I would like to be left out of that narrative. I know she probably wasn't a fan, but it's okay. Um, no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give the album a, a listen. I just haven't had a chance to. Yeah, it's not um, a bad. Let's see. Okay, so. We don't have to like talk about it too much, but like the City Girls and Uzi drama, that took a turn that I was not expecting because you know I have been here for JT and Uzi. Like I have been really cheering for them. But that shit really took a turn. Um also, did you see that tweet? I think I didn't DM it to you, but um Miami asked, why don't y'all call me Young Miami? Did yes, you know what I'm talking about? I retweeted it and I said, LOL, please, please. Right? Like, like, 
clearly her feelings are like kind of hurt. Like y'all don't y'all call her JT JT. Her tweets are her so tweets are hilarious funny. because remember that like when she be tweeting from her feelings, it'd be funny because you can tell she'd be like serious when she was like, Y'all don't like my verse. <laughs> Maybe yes. y'all just Maybe it'll grow on y'all. <laughs> I'm just like, like she is oh hilarious. She is hilarious. Um, I love I love her so much. And we will never call you Young Miami because Santana doesn't call you Young Miami. And therefore, why? <laughs> like, come on, Carisha. <laughs> Carisha, please. Um, do you have anything in this week's youth update? Oh, Olivia, she does have a new song, Deja Vu. That song is cute. I since yeah. giving us the bops, okay? And this album, yeah. I'm looking forward to it if this is the I'm vibe. excited. Like, yeah. Deja Vu, those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like, she talking about how she put you onto a song and now you be putting somebody else onto that. It's that she, so real, that though. Me. Like, that is some. And she's some shit. Young. But that that's some like relatable shit because I I have stopped sharing like really personal songs with my friends because I feel like I've had it where I've shared a song with someone and then now they're like significant other like likes it and I'm just like I thought that was LOL. like I thought that was our thing yeah and like I get it but no I was like this bitch is really coming for y'all she that's is that pin is pinning I feel like that's a reverse of like ring the alarm in a way of like ring the alarm is like, I'm going to like you, like you can't go like you cannot leave because I put in a lot of work. Whereas this song is like, well, you know, I did all this stuff that now you are bringing to somebody else. And I hope they know that that's my effort. Like, I like, do you think of me? Like all the, it's just, it's such a drag. Like mm-hmm. it's relatable. Well, it's very so, relatable. It's, so those lyrics are like, fan, she is a great songwriter. Um, she is. I know you left, but you shaking swizzle. Anyways, um, <laughs> the youth update will be baby boy. Whose name I just forgot. What's his name? Josh. Yes. Josh. Um, he made a little ticky tock talking about like the world, like about the world not revolving around you or whatever. And a lot of obviously her fans responded like, oh, are you in your feelings? Are you upset? Or somebody, my favorite comment, I don't be liking comments on TikTok, but my favorite one was, <laughs> anyway, stream Deja. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you don't like the comments on TikTok. I'll be all in them comments. I love it. I go in there, but I just have, I don't know. I just feel weird liking them. But anyways, it was hilarious. Um, that's the youth update is basically, I feel like he, and it's funny because they write songs together for High School Musical, the musical, the series. And so like they both are good songwriters, but I do think that from what we've seen thus far, her solo music is better than his. And mm-hmm. I think that like she did say that this song was written right after Driver's License. So the narrative is obviously going to be similar. So you assume is going to be about him and i feel like he's just over it but he's not handling it well like you he's not like you should have just been quiet because her honestly are gonna be petty on the internet everyone knows it's new and so it's a great song if she keeps putting out fire songs that are in this vein you're just gonna have to deal with it um and what's awkward that i share with tiffany is that the new season of High School Musical, the musical, the series, <laughs> um, comes out next month. And spoiler, if you didn't watch the first season, there are a couple again in this second season. And so, like, that means that recently, like, she knew Driver's License was coming out, and probably so did he. They had to go to work together and be a fake couple on on TV and write songs to each other about how much they like each other. And and they not together. And she writing songs that makes him hated on the internet. I just think it's. I I don't think that. I think like no one predicted though though that this song would do as well as it has. Like I think it's fine. It's one thing to write a song about your ex, but I think it's it took off and blew up and his didn't and i mean i know that has to suck you know it, it, it does like and now you have to go to work and act like everything is fine y'all y'all have the same job y'all have the same job and her shit is doing better i get it but like yeah at the end of the day you gotta like suck it up put put your face on you know 
just keep all make a then select everybody else if you really have feelings but yeah and they write for the show together like they are colleagues they have to work together and act and behind the scenes come up with songs for their characters which i think is just hilarious like y'all are double colleagues and you sit next to her and i know you're going fucker you didn't write this song Mm -hmm. i know it's just big man um but yeah, so if that's any, I'm sure this second season is going to be watched way more than the first season, which was already, I think, probably their most successful debut because of the fact that we know who Olivia and Josh are. And before they were just like people on this mm-hmm. show. Um, so that's my youth update. Is yeah. like this which I like the show. I do too. I really like that show. I liked the show before like Driver's License. I hadn't finished it, but it was really entertaining, very well written. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Very progressive um, for a Disney show. Yeah. Um, progressive yeah. too, the way that they're handling their stars because Olivia is able to curse in her music and have a separate career. I feel like Raven and all these other celebrities could never, like, they could never. So. Last but not least, um, we obviously have to address DMX um, passed away um, from an overdose. I was really hoping, like, because it it really took a week, you know, like it took, he was in the hospital for about a week. I was really hoping he was going to, like, pull through. So um, really sad that he didn't. And I don't know. It just... It, like, hurts in a different kind of way. I don't know. He reminds me of, like, a family member. And just to see, like, his influence, though, has been... I will say that's made me feel better. And, like, I really love all the unique stories that people have been posting on Twitter. Because it's, like, the interviews and stuff, like, we've seen those before. But, like, people's, like, personal testimonies really just show you the kind of person that he is. And it also... I love it, too, because the media, you know, they try to portray black men in a certain way. And it's like everybody's personal stories are kind of outshining that. And even though he has this struggle, like so many people, he still was a positive influence, you know, like he's not a bad person. He just, you know, had, had an addiction problem. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. I feel like it just happened so quickly like randomly we all found out what happened and then I feel like the way the news cycle happened we were constantly getting updates that weren't verified so you were it just felt like a lot was happening at once um and I think I've really enjoyed too how this has been handled like it feels so much more positive than what we've seen in the past with people who like um like overdose or have substance abuse issues that lead to them ultimately um, losing their life. But this one seems more like a a celebration than it has in the past. And it feels so much more positive. So it doesn't hurt as much. Like, you know, like when people pass and then on the internet, it's always just like, you know, dark or like sad thoughts around memories but these are all uplifting memories of him like wanting to make omelets at like an ihop or a denny's or wherever he was and like um all the movies that he's been in and like it's just like been super super positive so that's been nice to see but he will be missed i feel like in the holidays when we play his uh christmas song <laughs> It definitely hit different. I love that song. It definitely hit different. I love that song. Also, I was just like reading stuff about him. Him and Billie Eilish share the same birthday, which Hmm. surprised me, but doesn't. That energy, I'm like, okay, interesting. But they have the same birthday. And they're um, fire signs, which also makes a lot of sense. Um, But yeah, I, I had really been into X Gonna Give It To Him. Um, I watched like Euphoria two or three times and that song was in one of the episodes. And after I watched it, like I liked the song already, but the scene was very chaotic and it just made me like listen to that song like, every day. And I was just like, that was my morning song last summer. Um, but yeah, and just like Rough Riders, I remember that growing up and, you know, rest in peace to DMX. Thank you for everything you've done for 
the world, the culture, the music, and the entertainment that you gave us. Um, you will be missed. It's weird. It's so weird. It's very surreal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll just have a quick moment of silence. Soldier Boy. All right. Soldier Boy. Um, there we go. I did it. Soldier Boy. First <laughs> off. I don't even know where to start with him. Like, Great. <laughs> um, Soldier Boy really is the blueprint. Like, he really changed the rap game. Um, on here, I have some examples of like, or I have some of his tweets. And I feel like people think that he's crazy, but he's not. Like he's he was ahead of his time. I think that's really what I'm trying to say. I actually argue was ahead that of his time. we wouldn't be able to like the dance craze, yes, but I would argue that we wouldn't be able to have a little Nas X had we not had a song. Oh, one hundred. I mean kiss me through the phone, the vibe of that song is a very little Nas X. Like the way that that song like it's not auto-tune, but there is clearly like an assisted, like elect like technology induced sound from that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. First off, he really did set off the internet dance craze. Like oh crank that soldier boy. Let me tell you something. When that came on at the that was always the last, the last song at the school dance because they knew we would lose our minds. I just can't. That was a time. I mean, that Yule, was he had everybody saying Yule, and then he started the whole, I won't say he started the whole swag thing, but I know that I started saying swag more after hearing him yeah. put it in his songs. Um, But yeah, it's like after, I've watched that video. I think this is the first time I've actually watched the Crank That music, official music video, because normally you watch videos of other people doing it you know <laughs> or you watch your video of you doing it which i was like i wonder if there's a video of me doing this in middle school oh, I, I don't know if i want to i don't know if i want to expose myself right right but um just yes just like the middle school dance vibes obviously donk has been it, it's such a staple in the culture just there's like the it's not even just that it's like his aesthetic was pat mm-hmm. was every like everything about him made an era like when you think about like the stanky leg mm-hmm. the crank that crank that back crank that yank batman just became a fan to say the dance like after it was crank that and then what superhero or what random word are we going to put because on youtube i remember just being like you know people were learning new dance like how black people learn new hustles <laughs> there were new crank that's and you don't even know who to like attribute you don't know where it came from because like right. that batman i was like i remember that and i was like i thought that that was an original song but that's a random person who made that and there were just so many new dances we definitely wouldn't have had the stanky leg that mm-hmm. definitely opened the door for the watch me whip. Um, <laughs> I don't yes. know. It's just get silly. I, f- I was in such a dark get hole silly. when I, we were doing this episode because I forgot how many soldier boy assisted songs like get silly. Boy, bird walk. I remember messaging you like, I think last week or whatever, when we talked about doing this episode, Marco Polo was my shit. <laughs> Marco Polo. Marco, hello. Marco, like, Polo. So, well, and then obviously, kiss me through the phone. I told you, like, that delirious song. Like, Soldier Boy had so many, like, Soldier Boy was the person that people were going to to make the song pop. Like, how we think people yeah. do Nikki and all these other people. Like, Soldier Boy was the one that was, like, co signing artists and for the longest time. And so, I think that that's the crazy part that we've forgotten as, like, time has gone on and, like, He's had a stint on Love and Hip Hop. Like, all that stuff, I feel like we, like, didn't forget <laughs> his... Yes, and then also, like, him, like, being, like, the troll that he is. Obviously, Lil Nas X has, like, mastered that as well. Yes. Um, But just his whole internet presence and persona, he was a pioneer 
of his time. And I think he has a tweet that says, I was the first rapper on YouTube ever in life in history. Like, when you really think about that, that's some legendary shit. Like, he really did. He made YouTube, like, low-key what it is because... Mm -hmm. I, rem- I used to hate going to artist websites. Like, like I used to stay on obviously BeyonceOnline.com, BritneySpears.com and like to watch their music videos. But like going to YouTube was new and he's the one who really was the catalyst for that. But Yeah, because I'd argue people weren't recording themselves doing dances and putting them mm-hmm. online until everyone was trying to show you their version of his dance mm-hmm. or their version of a dance they created because of his like that was a craze. Like people being like, record me doing this dance and putting it online. Like that was the start of like people wanting to show themselves dancing right. and creating right. media in a way. Um, and listen, we've had we have like the electric slide and the cha cha mm-hmm. slide, and like obviously not new to well, nobody racing to dance put that songs, song. but nobody is talking about some, can you record me doing like, you know what I mean? Like, Charlie it's like Brown real quick. Charlie, yes. Like he's like also started kind of the dance challenges before they were dance challenges mm-hmm. to be honest. But anyway, so we made just a quick list of our five favorite samples because that's the other thing. It's like, yes, his songs are great, but when your shit starts getting sampled, that's how you know, like, either you made it. Um, I won't necessarily say if it's good because, you know, obviously people will sample you to troll you. But I think in this case, they his stuff is sampled because it's so good, so different. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it's Soulja Boy. So, obviously, we have to start off with Itty Bitty Piggy, which samples dog. And Ooh, Probably. Like, no. I, well, no. Like. What? <laughs> I, I'm just want to <laughs> I was on a plane with Dwayne. Like Nicki Minaj. Have they ever ate that? Have they ever done both? Oh, could you imagine them mixed together? I don't know if they've done both. I was looking oh, on man, YouTube yeah. today and I saw that he came out um and performed. But oh. I don't know if they've like done these together, but you know, I wouldn't mind it. But like in that while, like I'm just like she really ate that verse oh. to dunk, and it's so legendary. That song is legendary. Her verse is legendary. Like it is what it is. Um. So okay, so we got itty bitty piggy, and then of course hold up by Beyonce. Um, like Beyonce singing that took it to a whole nother level. Like literally, what's up, what's up, stop up? playing with me. If I was social, what? Stop playing with Nicki Minaj. Okay, like that. That alone should get me, you know, into the restaurant for free. But now but Beyonce is singing that shit. Get off me. Get, like, wh- and the beat slowed down. Like- she wanted y'all. You know, this was on purpose. She wanted y'all to get the lyrics because it was like very faint beat in the background. This was vocals. Okay, she wanted y'all to hear. Look in a mirror, say what's up. <laughs> what's, what's up, up what's, what's up, up, what's up. <laughs> um, so good. And then one of my favorite songs, Bust Your Windows by Jasmine Sullivan. Um, at the end, she's like, Now watch me, you. <laughs> I was like, He's totally made Yule a thing. Like, you know, we have Christmas Yule, but like, Yule, like, that did not start to right. Like, I bust the windows out your car. Um, <laughs> now watch me, you. Um, that made me laugh. And then With My Hair by Willow. I think the opening lyrics are, yeah, it's hop up at the bed, turn my swag on. Yeah. So, love. What? That's um, just such a, he, like, such a good lyric. <laughs> and there's nothing, there's, I'm like, how could you say that differently and have the same effect? You can't. Just, just, just Mm-mm. stop. Just stop. And then um, Not Friendly by Flo Millie samples um, Gucci Bandana. So those were those were mine. Uh, what about you? So we have similar ones, so I won't say the ones that we have similar. Um, but I did mix it up and do one that he sampled. Mm-hmm. So uh, he sampled Rich Boys Throw Some D's 
Mm-hmm. Report card when he like has to skit in the beginning and he's like, so I just got my report card and it was something like it had some F's on it. And I was like, throw some D's on it. And then, you know, um, and I was like, wow, I forgot about Rich Boy. That was my song. Just uh, throw some D's on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Gucci Bandana is a weird one because he samples himself. Um, Gucci Bandana samples Marco Polo, which is Bow Wow song technically featuring um, Soulja Boy. So that's a weird one. Um, and then the famous Miss Me, Drake. <laughs> What's happening? Drake! <laughs> he stole my whole verse. <laughs> Um, Does that tell me what's really really and so that's obviously going to be on the list because like that is a great song as well um but it clearly is very much the first verse <laughs> of another song so, <laughs> oh that is so shady but so hilarious um but no that that's my list but the same that we have with itty bitty piggy and hold up because obviously obviously um one of my favorite things on American Dad, there's an episode um, where, like, I, I can't remember, like, the whole premise, but there's this one part where Steve and Roger pull up, and it's to Soldier Boys, hop up out the bed, turn my swag, and, like, I have watched this episode so many times, but every time I watch it, it just makes me laugh, because he's they're stunting on... Klaus the fish and he's like are you kidding me and I'm gonna put it like a carousel of some of my favorite soldier boy like things but um I do love how pop culture has like revitalized it like this shit came out so long ago and it's still being used and still being used in new ways which is why I'm saying put some motherfucking respect on soldier boy's also, let's name not okay forget, let's not forget pretty boy swag <laughs> Listen, let, let's just run through the list. We got Kiss Me Through the Phone with Sammy, which Sammy, iconic. I like the way. Like, Sammy and Soulja Boy combining, like, during that time really did something for my spirit. Obviously, crank that Soldier Boy. She make it clap. Pretty Boy Swag. Had everybody out here. Pretty Boy Swag. Pretty. And then turn my swag on. Love Swing. Um by savage and soldier boy um yeah oh i got me some vapes nah, everybody nah. was fucking trying to order vapes from mm-hmm. what was it what was it east boy like that that basketball magazine well, it's still um, a pretty reputable brand now it which, is it uh, is coming it is um dunk oh hey you there i forgot about that one yeah. you there i see you <laughs> Yeah, he always talks at the beginning of his song. My bad. Um, Which is probably like a thing. Report card. But I just, hey, you there. You there. there. Welcome welcome here. Yes, Marco Polo. So many memories. God. Yes. What an artist. So, thank you, Soldier Boy. We appreciate you. We see you. Like the culture wouldn't be the same without you. Okay, we wouldn't have these dance videos. Mm. Hold up would still be a great song, but it wouldn't be the same. You know, itty bitty piggy. Can you imagine a world without itty bitty piggy? The hoes wouldn't know that they lost. (laughs) (laughs) I win. You lose. Um. Yeah. So let us know your favorite soldier boy songs and samples and um now we're gonna move on to the next segment which is pick one so i just wanted to keep it kind of simple for these pick ones um we have no limit by usher versus no limit by g easy and cardi which one are you going with uh gerald and belcalese (laughs) (laughs) young gerald and belcalese because gerald really has a hold on you no, but that song was a cultural thing. Also, you forgot ASAP is in there. Um, I, I thought I, I knew I forgot somebody. Yeah, ASAP. ASAP because that's just that that verse was was good. That was a good. That's a really good Cardi verse. That's like one of those female rapper verses where like you eat on someone else's song, and it's just mm-hmm. a fun summer song. Like that was a very fun summer song. It was. Yeah. It was. But Usher's No Limit is so good too, and I like the music video because they're dancing. That is true. I mean, these are both good songs. I'm not saying it was like necessarily a uh, no limit. 
Because like God, was Usher letting no, us know still make songs with the youth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he hadn't lost his touch. The youth. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I, I, I'm undecided. They're both I will choose really to listen to, to Bel Caliz and Young Gerald's No Limit more so than I would choose. No. I, I, that's probably right. That's so probably that's right. that's what guided guided my choice. Like they both are a vibe, <laughs> but which one would I listen to more often? Especially like when I want to be hype, which is most of the time. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Um, I'm gonna save our for funsies for another episode because it takes a minute to get into Saturday love. Um, all right, so let's move on to um our closing segment. So, do you have a can't stress this, or it looks like you have a song. I got a song, um, okay. mostly for the listeners, because I don't know if it's your vibe. But Rita Ora, she does she does stuff. She has like a job, I promise. Um, and she be dropping music sometimes. <laughs> um, she be giving you didn't, you didn't have to do all that. She be giving us more fine. music than Normani do. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I do like this song. She dropped like an EP recently, so I'm just gone. Um, yes, and I enjoyed the EP um, more so than I thought because it just was released randomly. I mean, it's Rita Ora. So um, I really enjoy it. I do keep up with her randomly. I don't know why, but I enjoyed the EP. <laughs> I enjoy that song a lot. So that's my recommendation. I haven't listened to the EP, but I do like a song on that project called Big featuring Gunna. Ooh, that's a good one. Good that's a really good one. I had tweeted like a few weeks ago, like I did not see myself in 2021 liking a Rita Ora song. I didn't see it coming, but she doesn't do that music. She just doesn't consider uh, No, I feel like she, she uh, has some gems. I feel like not everything mm. she does is great, but like she also isn't consistent. Like what does she do consistently? I mean, she's in pictures. I don't know. But anyways, yes, this is a good song. The EP isn't bad either. Carry on. Mm. Um, I don't think I had... I don't think I had I Can't Stress This. A song that I'm, like, super obsessed with that I debate on sharing with people. I've shared with one person because, listen, if I really like a song and then I share it and you don't match my energy, I'm going to be devastated. <laughs> Not even lying. Yeah, she like, I'm gonna... all the time, but now she talking about she gonna be devastated. Girl, play the song. <laughs> so, anyways, this song is called "Good Together." It's by Shaylia. Already um, don't. She has a. It's for those of you who have taste. Um. So, anyways, it's R and B. It's such a vibe, and this is it. Yawn. Wow. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Just say you don't like talent. Just say that. I just rolled my eyes real hard. This isn't bad. I like it. It picks up a little bit, it but it's really, me, it's really good. It gives me like mid nineties, you know, like that's the vibe that it gives me in that first part. Hold on. Yeah, it gives me mid nineties, early two thousand. I love nineties, that nineties R and B. Like it gives me like. It gives me that if you want to give it, like, I'll give it to you. You give it to me. Like, it gives me that vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I love that song. Um, but I'm, like, so obsessed with that song. I listened to it at least, like, three times in a row. See, like, I didn't shade it that much. I liked it in the end. Anyways. Um, yeah, next time we do this, you're going to be older, right? I'm going to be 27, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Who 27. Have fun with that. 
Don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'm not 27 though. 27 was weird. 27 was weird. I'm not gonna lie, but it's fine. She older than me talking about girl, get on grandma, boomer. First off, there are some ages that are better than others, and I will say 27 was weird. But I, you know, I'm 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 throwing great things for you and vibes and all that jazz. So it's gonna be fine. Um yeah, and our one year's coming up, so Wow, can't believe we've been doing this shit for a year. I've been doing this shit with him for a year, y'all. Just about to say the same thing. I'll be having to talk to her <laughs> for an hour for y'all for a year. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and now, now you can't get away from me at work either. So yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up. This has been another episode of I Can't Stress This Enough. Be sure to follow us on social and keep up with everything at I Can't Stress Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we have a wonderful mug that you also can find on site at, ooh, I think it's the full I Can't Stress This Enough podcast.com. Um, and that's really it. Do you have any updates? Anything you'd like to share? No, that's it. Stay, stay safe out in these streets. Yes, yes. Stay safe and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.